0: So, Michael, my friend, Michael Zeitgeist, good to hear your voice, dude. Good to, I uh, love your counterintuitive approach to realizing your potential but not realizing your potential. <laughs> love that. Very interestingly, Amy and I, uh, for those of you that who don't know, Amy is my wife. And we were just talking about something like this the last little while <clears throat> because, you know, there's there's so many messages we get uh, from our families, our friends, or society. Um, it's in our culture, there's such a heavy emphasis on better, faster, cheaper, more, more, more. And this coming <clears throat> holiday season, there's going to be a real emphasis on you know trying to get the right gift and trying to really uh, to outdo what you did the previous years and stuff like that, but in reality, do we really need that stuff? And I think a lot of these, um, this drive, so we, Amy and I are writing a, a number of booklets and books and got an interesting project coming up, <clears throat> and one of the things we're, we've been talking about is drive. What is drive? What is motivation? And... <clears throat> for ourselves, even, you know, how hard, how hard do we want to work? We're not interested. We've done our time of the better, faster achiever, the constant push to achieve and to, uh, to, you know, be one, to be something, um, to be one of the best, and all of that. We today, <clears throat> what really drives and motivates us is putting out work that truly makes a difference, that truly uh, helps people. It helps people regain control of their lives, to feel better about themselves and their lives, and primarily to really to try to get out uh, of ourselves our hard-won lessons of life, to get out those lessons so we can share them and have them out there uh, in published perpetuity <laughs> in book form. For our kids, that's what really motivates us. That the you know the beautiful part about a book is a book can live on long after you're gone, and so <clears throat> that's a big motivator for us is to get our message out and to share. It's not to be the biggest and the bestest, and that's all. That's all subjective, anyways. So <clears throat> there you go those are my thoughts. And Michael, thank you so much for uh, your your thoughts and what you've shared. I think there's some really great stuff in there. And uh, really good to hear you back. And uh, we should do a Zcast someday, uh, Amy and you and I. We'll, we'll talk about it. Anyway, so you take care. And uh, those of you that are listening, yeah, maybe examine your What's your intentions, your motivations, your, why are you working so hard? Why, you know, the, the hustle and grind? What have you got to prove? Is this a truly a net, is this adding a net positive effect to your life? Or is it a net negative? Is the hustle and grind, the pushing, the shoving, the, the drive to achievement, is that, what is that adding to your life? Or is it, is it subtracting? What's the net negative and what's the net positive? Anyways, let me know what you think. And thanks for listening. Bye for now. Hey, Michael, just a quick shout-out. You know, I really appreciated how you shared in that segment, that addendum of to that, you know, a look into your life with you and Kate and how you have an agreement to tell each other the truth. And you realize, of course, that that's probably a fairly uncommon trait, an uncommon agreement. And yet, I think that there's this unspoken thing, that an expectation that we tell each other the truth. But the the one question I have about this whole issue is, though, in order to tell someone the truth, I think I also need to be telling myself the truth. I need to be in a place where I'm looking at my truth. And the truth, you know, and well, we could have another discussion of, you know, what is truth? What is true? Because you could I, I could think I could make a fairly strong argument that truth is relative. <clears throat> you know, the truth is I'm talking the absolute truth is I'm talking, I'm sharing this with you in this moment I'm present and sharing my thoughts and ideas. The subjective truth is Who knows? Subjective truth is that you're not here. And I'm recording this. Anyways, that's maybe a silly example. But I think this idea of I think comes back to something I think, I don't know if Alan Watts spoke to it directly, but to the degree that I'm present and able to be with myself, there goes my ability to be present and with other people. And if I was truly present and with other people, wouldn't I just naturally speak the truth, speak my truth, and be present with them? Because if I was with, if I'm speaking my truth and I'm present and I'm being mindful, I'm just speaking. It, there's no subjective judgment about true or not true, truth or not truth. It's it's a pure subjective I'd suggest that there's a a huge amount of subjective projection on what's truth and what's not truth. So I'm curious what you think of that, my friend. Talk to you soon.